the rats don't run the city, we do. <laughs> Hello, our little rats. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Rats. I'm your co-host, Queen Sheen, Queen of the Rats, and I'm joined by Natalia, the princess of the rats, only for this week. (laughs) And we're back with another week of some ratty goodness. I have some tea to be spilled per usual. And yeah, I want to start off with like a hot tip that I think has really changed the quality of my life, Natalia. Queen Rat, please take the stage. (laughs) So a couple months ago, I think it was December to be exact, I discovered ChatGPT. And what is this little beautiful website? It is an AI that you can like communicate with. Think Google if it was super smart and could have conversations with you and could answer anything you ask it, right? So I've just been playing around with it. And I think lately I've hacked some really good uh, ways to use this little machine. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but it's, it's AI, so it's artificial intelligence. But I was on my period deathbed. <laughs> Day one period, and your girl had a first date scheduled. And I was like, okay, no brain to like write a nice text that's gonna basically not burn the bridge. Cause I was like, oh, I wanna go on this date with this guy, but I cannot tonight. Canceling the day of is very risky because you risk the chance of like never really actually meeting the person because it's the first date. Yeah, like like, they don't know you like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, chat GPT. What's up? <laughs> Write me a text message for a first date without burning the bridge. I like him, but you know, make it fun, but not too long. Like- <laughs> yeah, and I was like, make it casual. Let him know I got my period. Well, actually, first, I, I had it write excuses for me. And I was like, okay, these all sound so fake. Like, my car broke down. Like, family emergency. Mental health day. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go with the truth. I like that. It worked. He was like, Thank you so much for letting me know. And we rescheduled and we did go on the first date. And I'm glad we went on the first date because it was pretty good. And I like that you were honest with the truth about your period because I feel like that's something that we tend to hide. Like it's like a snotty, crazy thing. It's like, no, it literally happens every single month. (laughs) Yeah. And there's nothing gross about it. It's it is what it is. Like it's time for men to like not be uncomfortable by it and like for it to be something we can talk about. Exactly. And from like a biology perspective, it's letting him know that you are unfertilized. Like, (laughs) true. It's like all that estrogen after period week. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. not ready for that, for that glow glow. (laughs) Exactly. I like that. Yeah. Chat GPT is something the rats have to try. Um, I mean, we can spill the tea. We, We use it for our podcast a lot. Yeah. Like coming up with descriptions for things. Mm-hmm. I use it for emails a ton, um, social media captions, or anytime I'm like stuck on a creative idea and I can't like think it through, it really like it's nice to like bounce it off chat GPT. Yeah, I think that basically it'll help you. Like for us, like, you know, we write something out, we're like, can you make this like optimized or is it CEO? SEO. So, yeah, SEO, SEO. sorry. <laughs> Sound like my mom. Like that the CEO. <laughs> I was just telling you today on this podcast that I heard that people are using it for like dating profiles 
to help them like that's crazy right market themselves a lot better which I think that if you give it the right information like this who I am can you make something that's like accurate to describe me that would be like really good because listen I just got dating apps which is hilarious because on the last episode I talk about how I don't use them and here I am a fake (laughs) but yeah some guys I'm like you're probably really cool but I can't tell I've heard that a lot. Like there's advice on TikTok where it's like choose a guy with a mediocre profile because that's my husband now. It's the <laughs> men who don't know how to like choose the right picture, answer the right questions, who come off a little boring that are the the keepers. So I don't know. Well, I was supposed to go on a date with one of these. So he wasn't that great on his profile. So maybe it's my husband. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do like a recap if you go on your date next week. Oh, I'll do a bathroom video update for you. He is 6'3", so I'm st- I'm staying on this, like, climbing trend. I love it. But shall we get into the topics for the day? She and I were talking earlier, and we wanted to cover basically the cons of being an empath. I mean, this is such a buzzword now, but I feel like might as well des- describe it, right? An empath is basically somebody that feels people's emotions, like, very, very intensely. Yeah. I consider myself an empath. Do you? Yes, I consider myself an empath. But when it comes to like specific scenarios, scratch that. I'm an empath. I be crying (laughs) all the time. Yeah. You're a Pisces girl. We wanted to talk about the cons of being an empath because we all know the good part about being an empath, right? Like you're very intuitive. Like people really like you. You are very in tune, not just with your emotions, but other people's like, there's all these great things. And obviously being compassionate and kind are all amazing things. But let's talk about the naughty part of being an empath. I don't know why I call that naughty. But you know, we are where we are. (laughs) But you know what stuck out to me the most? I feel like you get a loss of self uh, because you're kind of focusing on everybody else's energies empaths like we're really good at molding into whatever the vibe is because we can always tell mm-hmm. what the vibe is mm-hmm. so I'll literally morph into whatever yes. so I did that a lot in my 20s because I was not self-aware and obviously I have my own personality but I would catch myself matching energies a lot and that not that yeah. that's a bad thing but sometimes it's like all right like not everybody can like you so like show who you really are mm-hmm So I feel like that's like the number one con is that you can, if you're not self-aware of that going on, you can just lose yourself a little bit. I totally agree with that. Let me tell you a little story. So basically, (laughs) I bought two tickets to this like electronic festival thing in Mexico City, right? Who's the other ticket for? We don't know. Oh, so you're not being my sugar mama? So weird. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I obviously have friends, but most of my friends aren't into that. So for me, it's like being an empath. I need someone who's into it because if I take someone who is not into it, I'm going to be standing there with the vibes being like, if they are not having fun, I'm not having fun. Does that make sense? Oh, I'm the same way. Like if you, if someone is sitting there like with their arms crossed, like all angry. Yes. I'm like, can I help you? Like, I can't. I can't let it go. Because I know some people who don't lead an empath, they're able to, like, shut that off and just have fun, right? Like, they're like, yeah, yay, I'm here. There's all the fucking lights, the stages. Like, I'm having fun. You didn't have a fun time. Like, that sucks for you. Yeah, so you think. Uh, (laughs) 
Yeah. You know what changed for me? I got like a tarot card reading maybe two, three years ago. She's like, you blend into other people a lot mm. and a lot of people like and like you absorb their energy and it's not always good and she told me that whenever i'm in a big crowd to imagine like a little bubble around me like of, like protection so she was like don't let people's energy in because that's why you go home and you're like exhausted and drained yeah it's kind of like you're watching tv and you're like tuning in all the channels and it's like all noise yeah. And it's like way too much for anybody to handle. So I do do that sometimes when I feel like a little bit overwhelmed in public or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'll picture like a little bubble around me and be like, I don't like this vibe, which has actually really helped if this is a good tip for anybody. Like if you kind of like what Sheen said, you know, you go to a festival, the other person's not having fun. And rather than like let that affect you, you have to picture a little bubble around you and just be like, no, like this is my experience. Like that's what you think. (laughs) I still can't though. It's so weird for me. Let's say we're in a group and one person isn't having fun. That's fine. But if it's just me and someone else, I feel so much responsibility, which I shouldn't. I know I'm responsible for myself. That's what you have to work on as an empath. Yeah, but it's so hard for me. Like if one person isn't having fun, I feel so much guilt. People that are very like empathic, they say that when they were kids, they were actually shamed for being empathic and being like too emotional so sometimes like it can be like an overcorrection of that as an adult Mm. so you're constantly apologizing for emotions Mm -hmm. whether that be like yours or somebody else's because you're quick to take the blame so for example right now let's say you and I go out to a bar and I'm having the worst time ever you are gonna be so worried about me and in in a weird way you're taking accountability for how I feel when it's not your fault right yeah but like you said like you are responsible for your own emotions but empaths are very very quick to like tell themselves that they need to fix it yeah man it's hard for me to turn off so I've just been thinking about that like if I'm on a trip or festival those are the places where it especially comes in because I feel like people are just usually on different wavelengths at a certain point on a trip or at a festival because it's like a long ass period of time even like on a night out if it's like do we want to continue or do we not want to continue going out like do we want to go to the next bar I mean I'm sure you'll you'll see it now that I pointed it out But I'll be like, well, what do you want to do? Because I don't want to be like the person being like, let's go to the other bar. And they wanted to go home. And then they're going to have that energy of, I don't want to be here. I want to be home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're home. Do you want to go back out? I'll do whatever. Easier said than done. It's something that I've practiced. I have been really good at like tuning into my ADHD and being like, what? Like, I don't see it. (laughs) I like that. I'll check in on you once. You know, to make you feel like you're loved. So I feel like ask once and if they say no or sorry or yes, whatever it is, like then move on from that. Yeah. Unless you caused the pain, which you didn't. But you as an empath, you probably think that you did. (laughs) You have to start living in the world and not in your head. I think the other solution I found to it is (laughs) which is not the greatest solution. (laughs) Don't go. (laughs) No, it's just doing things alone. If I feel like. My option is someone who's not going to enjoy it. Yeah. So with like the Mexico City like festival thing, I'm hoping to find someone who really like is enamored as I am with the idea of it. If not, then I think I will go alone and I'm going to have so much fun alone because I'll be in control of my own vibes and energy. Exactly. I don't know if this relates, but I just think like getting older for me is realizing the people in my life 
don't all fit into like one box. So they don't have to go to every single thing. Do you get what I mean? That's why it, for me, it's like either alone or with someone who enjoys it because I've established my interests more and I want people. Yeah. I'm doing my interests to also have that as their interest. Yeah. No, I agree. Know who you are associating yourself with. If they're not going to have a good time with you or you think yeah. it's going to like bring you down, don't force yourself out of politeness because usually being empathic and being a people pleaser come hand in hand. Yeah. So definitely. don't feel rude about like, I don't want to invite this person because they hate this. Exactly. You know? We're past that. I want to tell you about my adventures with the yellow dragon fruit. What is this? Well, you know what a dragon fruit is, right? Yes. It's a fruit. Gorgeous fruit. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's very pretty. I actually don't like the taste of normal dragon fruits. But, you know, I was doing my little scroll scroll on Tiki Talk. Mm -hmm. And I think the app that influences me the most is definitely TikTok. Oh, me too. Yeah. So I saw (laughs) this girl and she was just talking about how – she had a whole yellow dragon fruit. They're so high in fiber. And I looked it up. They're really high in insoluble fiber. Most fiber is soluble, meaning like it'll kind of like digest through you. But when it's insoluble fiber, it attaches itself to all the water and brings everything out, cleanses the fuck out of you. So I was like, okay, dope. Like since my trip, I just feel so bloated and I would love to get everything just out of my body. I just like haven't felt like I had a good, <laughs> good little number two. She just get Chipotle, but move on. <laughs> Girl, Chipotle doesn't do that to me. Well, it does, but not to that level that I was like looking for. I was enthused. Yeah. And found this yellow dragon fruit, brought it home. And I don't know if you've ever had senna tea. It's a laxative tea, very gentle. It's like a plant. So whenever I take that, it takes like a day for it to kick in. So I was like, cool, like it'll probably be similar with this yellow dragon fruit. Had plans that day. My best friend was here from New York. Girl. (laughs) Ate the dragon fruit at 12 p.m. My plans are at 2 p.m. Around 1 p.m., my stomach starts rumbling. Knock, knock. <laughs> Girl, like it's never rumbled before. It was like a volcano is brewing. <laughs> I had to cancel my plans. That's long story short. <laughs> it's me and my toilet. And me and my toilet had a day. And girl, it did not stop. So for that <gasps> whole day, I was just like at home. The next day... <laughs> Natalia, I probably went to the bathroom the next day 10 times. Oh, my God. You were probably like, how could there possibly be any more in my body? (laughs) Cleared the fuck out. So you're saying it works. (laughs) It definitely works. And the the sad thing is the yellow dragon food's delicious. It's so good. Okay. Wow. So if I eat one of those, definitely... Got a block off my calendar. Like, it's me and reality TV. Yes. An extra charming. Yes. God. And wet wipes. So before an event. <laughs> before festival season, get yourself a yellow dragon fruit. <laughs> oh, my God. I was recently influenced by TikTok, too. I bought those, like, frownies. Frownie? It's basically a sticker that you put on your forehead and is supposed to stop you from getting your red Oh, yes. Like, sticker Botox stuff. I have a baby's face. 
but I wanted to stay that way. <laughs> I know. I actually, I'm pretty good with fine lines. What can I say? But brown okay. don't crack, man. If we were white, I agree. it'd be different. I know. I agree. I totally agree. No I'm just doing it for fun at this point. TikTok influences me when it comes to skincare. Like a sticker mm. on my face, it'll prevent wrinkles. I'm like, say no more, add to cart. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, very is- easily influenced by TikTok. Same. Makeup, fashion, all that. But also, I found myself having to check myself because I was getting radicalized by TikTok yeah. advice. <laughs> I remember I found like I got deep into like the side of TikTok where I was like, girl should never pay. Like man should be the only one that pays. He's the provider. Like he takes care yeah. of everything. And like to a certain extent, like I feel like I can relate to that sentiment to, to some bit. But I do think there is nuance with it. Like I don't think forever and always like a man should pay. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting when it comes to like TikTok advice because we're just seeing like 60 seconds of an argument. It's so black and white. Yeah. But that doesn't really like apply to life, you know? I agree. I think that obviously we just did funny examples about she shitting herself for the rest of eternity. But <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to like TikTok advice, like it definitely is very polarizing. It's also very clickbaity because that's what gets views. That's what gets traction. Yeah. Never talk to an ex again. Never do this. If you mm-hmm. want this, you have to do this. Here's the list. Humans were so like, we're always in search for the answer. Like a very simple one. Like, how do I get a boyfriend? If I follow steps one through 10, I will have boyfriend. It's like, that's not life. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. It's super important that like with anything that you consume on social media, that you always take it with like a grain of salt. Yeah. Because people want to live in this world of like black and white, but the world is gray. I get it. Like some people want to be like, oh no, it's not. Like is this or is that? It's like, that is so delusional, mm-hmm. you know? Like there's always a gray area for everything in life. The thing is, because the algorithm knows you so well, it only shows it you like one side of the given argument and one side of things. So you like are in this like constant feedback yeah. loop of like, like TikTok like, knew you were going to eat that fruit. They were like, <laughs> we'll show this to her. She'll do it. <laughs> she won't even look up if it's like healthy, a doctor. No, she's just, she's going to do it. <laughs> we do that a lot with TikTok, right? Like obviously it's just a fruit. It's fine. Right. But I'm saying like, what if I tried something like right now? I just bought those patches that I, I'm literally gluing my forehead now. <laughs> Night basically. <laughs> But I did I look up once, is this safe to use result? Nope. I just added to cart and I bought it without thinking about it. Yeah. But with bigger things, like how to live your life. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can you gotta be doing more than just getting like using a 32 minute clip to like get advice for your life. Exactly. Like, yes, there's beautiful nuggets on there and like they're great. But let's just take it with a grain of salt. It's just one of the spices. Yeah. You know? It's very much to cooking. Like, she and I can have the same ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a garbage cook. But, you know, we're both make, like, very different dishes. And they'll taste very differently, no matter mm-hmm. what recipe I have. What makes food really good is your own little tweaks, your own little family secrets or whatever. So, like, it's not black and white. 
Yeah, because I think what I saw myself doing was taking people's thoughts and arguments that I thought were great that resonated with me and kind of adopting it without really thinking, is that true to me? Does that feel right to my intuition? Is it like aligned with myself and my values? And like, yes, do I feel like that's actually right? Even though it sounds really great. Sometimes we adopt these things. Oh, maybe like I've been doing it all wrong. Like I have to think of things in this perspective. Like this is the correct one. But I wish there was an answer to things. Life would be very, very simple, but also really boring if that was the case, but do your own research. And also that can be a great piece of information. Now, how do you apply it to your life? Mm -hmm. And how can you adapt that idea to be your own? Yeah, when it comes to anything, because it's like the yellow dragon fruit can be great for some people. And for some people, I saw in the comment section, it didn't even work for them. There's always going to be multiple sides to something. And especially with dating, I think no one has the answers. Like we all pretend like we have the answers. Like if we did, we would all solve this shit. But like we're all just running around (laughs) like chickens with our heads chopped off, you know? Deadass. So shall we go ahead and play our favorite game? Ride or pass. Okay. So would you ride or pass being called hot or being called beautiful? I guess I'll ride being called beautiful. But even though sometimes I wish people called me hot more, I get a lot of like, you're so cute. And I'm like, objectify me. But yeah, I think I would ride being called beautiful because it sounds very intimate and I'm a very simpy girl. So I love beautiful. How about you? I would ride being called hot. And then pass on being called beautiful because hot gives me powerful vibes. Hot is giving bad ass bish. Beautiful just feels like a cop out to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like you have a good personality. <laughs> like you're beautiful. You know, like oh my god, such a good personality. Don't not even get me started on that. Yeah, if my boyfriend is cute. I'm like very good personality. <laughs> So that's what beautiful gives me. Like anyone can be beautiful, but can anyone be hot? No. I get that because then like in dating, if you call me hot, it's like, oh, you want me. Like I might have to shift my mindset to. Oh, was that a good argument for that being was pretty called fire. hot? Because now I just pictured a guy being like, Natalia, you're so hot. And I'm like, I'll do anything. What do you want? What hole? What place? <laughs> Even imagine your friends like describing you to their other girlfriends and they're like, oh yeah, she's so beautiful versus like, oh yeah, she's so hot. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) No one called me beautiful anymore. Uh, The courts have decided hot is the new beautiful. Hot is in. (laughs) Hot is in. Beautiful is out. (laughs) Okay. We're ready for yours. Rider pass. Detect every lie you hear or get away with lies girl i think i will ride getting away with lies and i will pass on detecting every lie i hear because i want to live a peaceful life i want zen namaste yes (laughs) i do not want to be walking and like someone let's bring it back someone's like oh you look so hot today and then i detect that as a lie (laughs) i cannot i'm down with being able to get away with lies, but I do not want to hear when people are lying to me. I like the delusion. Give me, me the lies. Delusion. Give it to me. <laughs> Enlighten me well. Um. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you. I 
think I'd rather get away with lies because as an empath, as we all know, I absorb people's emotions. So I could not handle knowing the lie. Imagine every single breakup of my life. It would be traumatizing. No, thank you. When people don't like you, like, it's just, oh, no, 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 no. Like, no therapy could fix me if I had that ability. I guess it's kind of like reading minds, right? Like, would you even have friends if you could read minds? Because, Mm -hmm. like... you could tell they're lying? Because there are moments in time where, like, you're like, fuck this bitch. I love her. Fuck her. Like, it's like, we all have, like, naughty thoughts. So the lies keep us afloat as a society. Yeah. Okay. My last one. Rider pass being a nepo baby. I think I would ride that shit. Call me okay. Natalia Bieber, Natalia Road. <laughs> okay. A lot of people like to hate on it because they're a little jealous. Because a lot of people, it's always it's basically a debate, right? Between like, do you want to be self-made or like do you want to just be born into it? You can still use that money that you were born with to create something great if you wanted to mm-hmm. right it's all up to the person so i would ride because i would do some cool shit so here are my thoughts i think nepo babies have existed since the dawn of men yeah. i was an anthropology major so i like to look at things from like a broad ass perspective because we would study all different types of civilization. So when we're looking at chief societies, so like think of egalitarian societies, like Native Americans back in the day, they had a chief usually, like that was the hierarchy. How would it be passed down? Nepo babies. That's how they got crowned when he passed away. Think of Moana. Think of all of those. So <laughs> they've existed since the dawn of time. The only thing that makes me want to slightly pass it's very hard for a nepo baby to be seen as an individual there are some rare cases where they've cracked that like i think miley cyrus has done it well like she's earned herself a good place but is it because she was a star since she was really young and she like carved that path for herself she's also pretty talented but i think besides that a lot of the nepo babies are just only seen as nepo babies their name doesn't go past their family name you know they're not their own person like they're not seen as the own individual even paris hilton even kim kardashian like it's like oh she's robert kardashian's like daughter Daughter. my thoughts are i'm kind of torn i think i'm a ride at the end of the day because i think (laughs) everyone who hates on nepo babies is just jealous of nepo babies yeah we would all just want to be a nepo baby but At the same time, I am struggling with the idea of never being my own person and always being in the shadows of my last name. Hey, listen, I feel like life is hard no matter what way you put it. It's true. So whether you're born a nipple baby or you're like a self-made millionaire, they both have their own struggles. The self-made is obviously perceived more as like, that's amazing. Like we love Mm -hmm. a good come up story. We do. We love it. It's our favorite thing in the world. Like if your book doesn't have like a big chunk of pain and darkness and struggle, like your book ain't worth anything. But it's also very interesting because should we have that mentality? So for example, like my family struggled a lot when we were young. Yeah. If I have a kid, I want the kid to be like all good. If I had it my way as a parent, like I would want my kid to be smooth sailing. I don't want her to have like that Mm -hmm. we're struggling and like I don't Mm -hmm. want her to have that story. It's true. We're hating on the present people who have it. We're kind of hating on like what I wish my generation would be like, like years and years from now, right? Like I'm like super Mm -hmm. successful. 
then allegedly like my kids would be like better off like all good and like they wouldn't get this should be reaping the benefit so it's so interesting that we hate on something that like that's everyone's goal and it's also low-key what you wish you would have had because that's why you're hating on it like you do like you hate on a nepo baby who's now this like big model or works for this like fashion company or works there because you want it and you're pissed that you're not getting it because they're getting it because they have that connection but my argument is nepo babies have been around since the dawn of time so I agree. It, it's never been fair. And that's life, baby. And people just, yeah, have to find one little source to let go of their frustrations. Yeah. And Napa babies are the scapegoat. They are. Okay. So I guess that is all we have for today. That is all we have, little rats. So please go ahead and give us any like fun rider passes or also any topics you want us to cover. We will research, we will go to the subway stations, listen. We'll chat GBT it. Yes, we will do all the things for you guys. This is as much your podcast as it is ours. I guess for now, see you next week, little ratties. Bye, little rats. Bye. Eat your cheese.